0: Welcome to my podcast, Dating Over 50, The Pleasures and the Perils. One thing I can promise for every episode, I will be authentic about my experiences and observations and do it with as much humor as possible. Not always possible, but generally speaking, it is. Beyond that, I will keep making the point that we're all in this together and that no one should ever, ever feel alone or judged in any way. I think we can all agree that dating over 50 is hard enough as it is. After you listen, you're welcome to comment on my Lynn Garson author page on Facebook. But for now, keep listening for another new episode. Hi, I'm Lynn Garson, and welcome to my podcast, Dating Over 50, The Pleasures and the Perils. So why is a 65-year-old woman doing a podcast about this topic? First of all, I talk generally about things that most people don't like to talk much about in public. My first book, Southern Vapors, that I published in 2012, is about how I went through years of depression, then a short period of extreme anxiety, which landed me in not one, but two mental health facilities in 2008, and then again in 2010. I talk about what it took to move through that, what it was like to go into recovery, to stay in recovery, and what it takes to continue on that path to this day. And like I said, a lot of people don't like to talk about those things, and I'm in a unique position to be able to talk about it because I'm a practicing attorney with a big national law firm, and most people don't put that together with somebody who's had the sorts of issues that I've had. It makes me pretty credible, and it gives me a platform to talk about things that, like I said, most people don't like to talk about. So why am I then talking about dating as compared to something that is so serious, um, the depression and anxiety issues being in psych facilities? Then you look at dating on the other side and you say, what does that have to do with with the other path that this author and, and podcaster talks about? Well, it's not all that different because in both cases, I'm talking about what it takes to move through situations that aren't always pleasant, that don't always turn out the way we want them to, and can be downright scary sometimes. How do you deal with that? How do you work through it? What do you learn from it? And how do you move on to the next thing? So that's what I'm going to be talking about more in this podcast, not about the first book, Southern Vapors but about the second book that has just come out called Sex and the Single Grandma, which is indeed about dating over 50 and the pleasures and the perils. So what are some of those pleasures and perils? And what am I going to tell you in this podcast series? Obviously, there's a literal translation to perils, which is personal safety. And that's something that I'll talk about. There are also figurative figurative perils, which are bad dates of every description, and believe me, in my book, Sex and the Single Grandma, I talk about quite a few different arenas of bad dates, um, up to and including my one foray into being a cougar, which is vastly entertaining, um, didn't work out quite like I thought it would, but it makes for good reading and a, and a good laugh. Uh, So if I'm gonna talk about a lot of bad dates, then what's the upside to this? And I've identified a few things that'll be themes throughout this podcast series. The first, and I'll say this more times than you may wanna hear, but it's true, is that we're all in this together. Ladies and I'm I'm mostly talking to ladies although men have been interested in the book, those who have read it, they've thought it's funny, they've thought it's instructive. They deal with some of the same issues, you know, not identical but issues of struggling with how to connect, you know, which is the main thing. But by and large I think I'm talking to women here and women who are over 50, um mostly. And the concept that we're all in this together has more power than I think maybe people think about. And I'll tell you the reason that I know that is that when I first went into a mental health facility in 2008, I was as down as anybody could possibly be, really. And going in the first day, when I literally was scraped up off the ground, that night I met a bunch of people who understood what was going on with me, And who shared not all of my experiences and not all of my struggles, but shared the idea of what it's like to struggle with some of these issues. And I'm going to tell you, that night we sat down and played poker. And they didn't allow you in this facility to have money or, or use money for anything. So remember, I'm in, inpatient at this point. I was not. I was in for uh, quite a while, ten weeks, and I was not um, allowed to leave other than with somebody. Or you know, at a certain point, I got where you know you could go with somebody if a friend came to town. But by and large, you know, I was getting help within the four walls of this place and so they did not allow us to have money, and we played poker with sugar packets and sweet and low packets. So the pink ones, which are sweet and low, I think, were however many, you know, $10, and the yellow ones, Splenda, were something else, and then there's a blue package that's something else. And I felt more relief than I had felt in months just being with a community of people who understood me, So bringing that across to the dating side, when I say we're all in this together, I really mean that. And I mean that you don't have to feel alone out there, like going through some awful experience and thinking, God, you know, nobody else is going to understand this. That feels very isolating. And it feels, I used to feel marginalized when I felt things like that. And I just want you to know that whatever it is, we are all in this together. Um, And then another thing I want to talk about from my point of view and my experiences, which is all I can talk about, is that there's a lot of hope. Um, You know, I've had awful dates, just awful relationships. And, you know, they make for a lot of humor, like I said. But I've learned a lot from them and I'm really surprising myself with a brand new attitude that I have at this stage of the game at 65 and it's really paying off. I am on Match.com, I am having a ball. It's like a smorgasbord, it's unbelievable. Because I'm not afraid, which I think I, I know I used to be. I used to worry, oh my God, what can I say? You know, what he said this, I would call up a friend and say, what should I say back? I don't think that way anymore. If I can't figure out what to say back on my own, I don't belong talking to that person. And I really am having a very good time talking to men of all descriptions, all religions, all backgrounds, all political views. And believe me, you know, that is on the table in this day and age is political views and I'm having a good time with it. Um, even the political thing, if there's somebody who has an interesting profile and I like what they've said but the politics don't match, I'll message them and say, hey, you know, I don't think we're a fit because of X, Y, Z, but I really like your profile and I hope you meet somebody wonderful what does it hurt me to put that out into the world? It doesn't hurt me at all and hopefully made somebody else feel good. And that's not something that I felt comfortable doing in the past. And I know from talking to men just recently that a lot of women don't reach out to men at all. They sit there and they wait, you know, the old-fashioned rule that the man should be the one to reach out. And I just... I'm not going by those rules anymore. And I'm talking to a lot of different guys for, you know, friends or or going to a movie or going to lunch or or whatever. And I couldn't even tell you which ones I reached out to and which ones reached out to me because it really doesn't matter. As long as we get along once we meet and and seem to have a good time together together, that's that's what's fine. So to me, that's the payoff. That's what I've learned through a lot of years and a lot of difficult experiences, uh, which is what I'm going to talk about in this podcast series. It'll be if you ever read *Lemony Snick, it's a series of unfortunate events. Um, read it to your kids. Uh, this is a series of unfortunate dates. So I'll talk about what went wrong, what went right, what I learned. And just try to share some of that with you. And I hope that you'll comment on things and that we can get a dialogue going because that's really the way everybody's going to feel like you're not in this alone and we're all in this together. So until then, I will hope that you've got a great bit of time coming up till you hear from me again. And I'll talk to you soon.